Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. The world is always on. But you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. At Mattress Firm's Black Friday Now Sale, save up to 60% on Sealy with Queen Mattresses starting at $279.99. Talk to a sleep expert today and unjunk your sleep. Hey, it's the Kentucky Guy, and thank you so much for listening to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Here at Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast, we talk about past, present, and future wrestlers and promotions. So yeah, I'm so glad that you've joined us. As for myself, I've been watching wrestling off and on for over 25 years, and I find much enjoyment into it. I have a whole lot of knowledge, and uh, you know, I kind of I kind of see where some things can be changed and some things are great, right? But anyways, once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode and be sure to click subscribe or follow no matter where you're listening to us from. We're on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Comcast, uh, Amazon Music, and it goes on and on. So check us out here at Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Enjoy the show. Thank you. And welcome to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. Hey, hope everybody is having a fantastic Friday today here in the great state of Kentucky. It is beautiful outside, very, very humid, very, very hot. Uh, that's why we need a climate uh, police, correct? <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, so anyways, a couple of house cleaning items before we get started in today's episode. Uh, if you're new to listening to the show, uh, we are on all platforms. Anything that offers podcasts, we are there at Against the Match Wrestling Podcast. We're also on Amazon Music. Uh, so, yeah, so we are ready to, uh, to uh, serve you in any way possible. Also, for you that are interested in the world news, political scene, I do host another show. It's called The Red Pill, current news podcast. Uh, new episodes drop on that episode, on that show, every Wednesday and Saturday. And for Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast, we talk about pro wrestling, past, present, and future. New episodes drop here every Monday and Friday. So today, I'm very, very happy and excited uh, to welcome a special guest. Uh, 
Mr. Uh, Kim Cunningham. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. All right, man. Hey, uh, if you don't care, uh, Kim, if you could uh, maybe tell us, uh, the audience, a little bit about yourself, that would be great before we get started. Okay. Um, I'm 13. I live in Maryland. I'm a big fan of wrestling. I started watching it in 2016. My friend, um, Josh Sean, showed me it. And my, the first match I saw was um, Dean Ambrose versus Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles on SmackDown. And yeah. Man, you were broken in the right way, dude. That's awesome. Uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, John Moxley now. So, uh, what's your, um, wh who's your favorite wrestler right now, I would say? Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so, I, I have a prediction on Rey Mysterio, and I want to see your thoughts on it. Okay. I, I think at SummerSlam, uh, when Rey Mysterio and Dominic go against Judgment Day, I think Dominic is going to turn heel on his dad. What do you think? Well, they're really teasing it. They're teasing it on Monday Night Raw. So I feel like that probably grow Dominic character a little bit. So I think it happened. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward. I'm looking for that to happen. Now, I called this heel turn like three months ago. So I thought it was going to happen then. So. You know, I have been wrong, <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll have to wait till uh, next Saturday to find out. Uh, but all the cards are there, and you're absolutely correct, uh, sir. Uh, to get growth uh, in this sport, I think he's going to have to do something. I kind of think, though, and uh, and I hear that you're uh, a fan of wrestling in the past as well, and I and, yeah. and I do. I kind of think it's going to be one of those deals uh, where when Kane first came. To the WWE, the and turned on the Undertaker, which is supposed to be his brother. Uh, the Undertaker wouldn't fight him, so I think for a long time until he got pushed to his limits. I think that's going to be the same case here. I think Rey Mysterio is not going to want to fight Dominic, uh, and they're going to play it out to where Dominic and the Judgment Day pushes him so far uh, that he finally does fight back. Your thought? I hope that happens. I mean, my opinion. I feel Dominic Mysterio is not ready for the main roster because, like, like yeah, you're Mysterio's son, and yeah, racing with Eddie Eddie Guerrero, but I feel like you should went to NXT first, and then you talk about you didn't get caught up for the main roster, and like probably it'd be a little better because feeling like not ready because he just slung Mysterio down because you know maybe Rey Mysterio may be W champion or United States champion. All right now, it was Dominic wasn't on the roster. Yeah, you know what? I actually agree with you. Um, Dominic, uh, I when he first got into wrestling, uh, this is before the uh, whole thing they played out with Eddie Guerrero, supposed to be in his father or whatever. Uh, this was after that. Uh, before When he was actually in the ring, he actually started in Lucha Underground. And they actually, uh, I don't know if you ever had a chance to watch that. Uh, it's no longer in business, but uh, it was pretty hot back in the day. It was actually on Netflix. And he started there, and Rey Mysterio was there as well. Rey Mysterio was actually uh, uh, one of the top uh, contenders uh, for the uh, title. Uh, Ricochet went by the uh, his uh, alter ego name Puma in Lucha Underground, and he was the world champion. 
But uh, anyways, Dominic, they fired Dominic after only a month. And uh, I think they're going to have the same issue uh, that you've mentioned, because you hit that nail, nail on the head. I think they're going to have the same exact issue uh, with Logan Paul, just throwing him out there, uh, you know, in the main roster and throwing him out there in his first match in SummerSlam against uh, someone like The Miz. Mm-hmm. And I, I think uh, the WWE is really, uh, I think they're going to be, they're not going to make this work, man. They're trying to pull Logan Paul off as a baby face, and uh, he, uh, I don't think it's going to work. What do you think? Well, Logan Paul, I suppose he should be a heel. He was good at it when he came up the Miz. And I don't know who you're going to fight. It will make a perfect sense if you fight the Miz, the guy that literally, cost, that literally attacked him after the match. If WWE don't do that, I don't know what else is good, good what he do. Because, like, he's really not good for wrestling. I'm not see his brother Jake Paul in WWE stuff for him. Because, like, Logan Paul, I enjoy Logan Paul. Um, he entertainment. I, I um, saw it. He mostly used to stick to YouTube and boxing. They like wrestling. Because he's a good heel, though. A great heel. And yeah. Up. Sorry about that. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. The both Paul brothers, uh, uh, they're heels. I mean, people love to hate these guys, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think the marketing on Logan Paul, I think they just got it backwards. I think they're going to figure that out though real soon. They've just got it backwards. Uh, but you are right. I would like to see uh, Jake Paul, and there is a rumor going around uh, that Jake Paul may may come into the WWE. But I'd rather him, you know, he doesn't get enough credit. He's he's a great boxer, Jake Paul is. He he really like the last uh, few uh, matches that I've watched him box were the last one he knocked that guy out. That guy was a former UFC champ, and he knocked him out. Uh, I think that uh, I think maybe that's where his lane, maybe he where he should stay. I would love to see him fight Mike Tyson. I know they've been talking about that for a year, but. I'd like to see that fight happen. Okay. I think Mike Tyson will destroy him. I'm saying that. Oh, Mike Tyson will destroy him. That's why I want to see it happen. (laughs) Yeah, Mike Tyson will absolutely uh, uh, destroy Jake Paul or Logan Paul, either one. Now, I I used to watch these guys on uh, YouTube when they first got started. Um, I don't – they kind of got a little boring for me because it seemed like it was always the same thing. Now, do you follow uh, uh, those guys or anybody on YouTube currently? Uh, not that much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because uh, those guys, uh, I used to follow them and uh, another guy called PewDiePie. I don't know if you've heard of him. I heard of him. Yeah, so I used to follow him too because uh, I thought they were funny, but I don't know. It just got old. So some news that I found out today, uh, Kim, is uh, Sami Zayn, who is on SmackDown, and he's, uh, well, he's been on both shows here lately, but he's trying to become a part of uh, the Usos, right, the the blood. And uh, he is actually injured right now. Uh, he actually did injure his arm, and he's going to be out of the ring uh, action uh, for a while. Um, it looks like that he's going to be uh, on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast uh, to make an official announcement. Um, usually when I, when I get, uh, get tips like this, they usually pan out pretty good. 
so it looks like he's going to be on the Broken Skull Seasons uh, sessions uh, on July. Well, it looks like he's already on there uh, today. Looks like he's going to be on today. So, so that's going to be on Peacock. Now, are you going to uh, – now, do you, I know we're talking about the WWE, but now do you follow, like, uh, AEW or Ring of Honor or anything? Well, I watch a little bit of AEW. Ring of Honor, I, I, I barely watch it. I just saw clips of it. Impact Wrestling, I watch the old clips and a little new clips. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, AEW, uh, my story is that I, I've watched wrestling for a very long time, but – I did. Ha- I do have a big gap in my life where I just, I just wasn't into it anymore. Uh, it it just didn't seem as good. Uh, and when AEW came around a couple years ago, that's when I started really getting back into it. Um, I like AEW quite a bit. I actually sometimes, not often, but sometimes I prefer to WWE. Uh, but right now, WWE now Impact. To be, uh, you mentioned Impact. To be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I watch Impact uh, clips for the show, for this show. Uh, that's about it. I, I just can't get into it. I never could. Back when Sting and Flair was on there, uh, I I was able to get into it a little bit, but it just, uh, I don't know. I, it, I just don't have the uh, desire to watch it. And uh, so uh, who is your, uh, you say you do watch AEW a little bit. Who's your guy on there? I figure on there. Yeah. It is um, Jay White. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion, heavyweight champion. Yep. Uh, Jay White. Yep. Can't go wrong there. I really like, and and that's another uh, thing that uh, I think Impact should take more of advantage of. I really like the Bullet Club being in the United States. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be very very good. I tell you something great that I heard uh, the cat was kind of let out of the bag earlier this week was Edge uh, is coming back uh, to uh, to WWE and he's going to have his, his old gimmick, the Rated R Superstar. And I've heard that the WWE is already putting out uh, like uh, memorabilia and merchandise for Edge's return. So that should be interesting. Have you ever had a chance to uh, watch anything on Edge or see him fight? I saw him in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I saw him fight uh, Finn Balor, A Styles. And I feel like it's good for him. But, like, well, they need some whiffing. Like, I don't like that he made Edge get tagged by their own teammates, Judgment Day. Well, yeah, could have Finn Balor, Edge, Rhea Ripley, and Damian Priest. As a group together, except for, you know, being on Edge, because Edge is the guy who created the team. Like, I, yeah, like Finn Balor's a heel, but I, I just feel like they shouldn't have kicked Edge out, the guy who created the team. You're, you're absolutely right, man. Uh, I've been saying that since the beginning. Judgment Day uh, was a great concept, and I, and I really think that they were getting somewhere, um, but they've kind of, like, it's kind of boring right now, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. really like it. Uh, maybe, I, and you know when Edge comes back, that's the first group he's going after, right? So yep. maybe that'll give them some traction. Um, it is it is rumored uh, that Edge will be back uh, Monday, July 25th. Uh, that's going to be Rey Mysterio's uh, anniversary edition. Oh, you know what? 
that 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 okay so that kind of goes along with my thinking so maybe uh dominic will betray ray uh, at his uh 20th anniversary on monday night raw and as he betrays him with the judgment day edge will come out that makes more sense than SummerSlam. yeah there we go and plus at uh, madison square garden right mm-hmm. and uh i think the match is already booked for uh for uh the Mysterios versus uh, Judgment Day. It is for Monday. So there you go. I think that uh, that makes more sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we haven't seen Edge since uh, since Hell in a Cell. Nope. Uh, there has been a spoiler uh, that uh, everybody's talking about uh, concern- the, concerning the uh, WWE SummerSlam, the mm-hmm. main event. So it looks like in uh, San Diego uh, Comic Con, uh, they're currently going down, and there's a there's been an array of wrestling action figures uh, reveals being made from both WWE and AEW. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Mattel, <laughs> uh, they for that <laughs> they released a figure right uh, of Brock Lesnar, and he's got two items with them, two accessories. And it's the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. <laughs> wow. So I, I mean, it's very, very possible that uh, uh, that he could be the winner. I, I think, uh, and I, and I, and I, it kills me to say this, and I hate to hate to say this, but I think that uh, whoever it doesn't really matter who wins that match. I think Theory's going to cash in, and he's going to win the titles. I'm gonna show you what both of them because, like, I think the like theory. I hated that he won. It should have been um, Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre or somebody else in there. Because theory, he shouldn't have won. Like maybe because I don't know, face Roman Reigns or fear the match or something. But if he do cash in SummerSlam. Well, it'll be a big moment for him. But I'm sure if he do cash in and do come champion, he got like a big target on his back, Roman Reigns and the Usos. So like if I am not cashing now, because like if you cash in, you have you basically a three v one. Okay, Theory had no alliance, like no no friends on the roster, nobody. So like not really smart if you cash in then. You cash in, like, like, cash in, like, make some allies or make a team. Okay, it does be promote some heels on Brawl, some of that, or random people, maybe T Bar or somebody. Maybe he actually got a chance to win it and get a backup against the bloodline. Yeah, and, and I think you're onto something. I noticed that, uh, uh, he's actually been hanging around a lot with Seth Rollins here lately. Mm-hmm. So we may see something there. Uh, I, I think he's getting such a push uh, from WWE right now. I, I don't think he deserves it. I actually have Seth Rollins winning the Money in the Bank match. Um, but I, I, for some reason, I've got the sick feeling that uh, he's going to cash in uh, because uh, I think Brock Lesnar... So Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, they this is what the hundred thousand times they fought each other, yeah. and their last few matches have not really been that great. They've been kind of boring, right? 
Um, and I think they've both heard that. And I think this match is really going to be really good. It's going to mm-hmm. a lot of people. And uh, I see them kind of beating each other down because it's a last man standing match. And it would be the perfect time with both of them beating up uh, to cash in. So I just, I don't know, man. All the all my instincts are pointing to the cash in uh, at SummerSlam. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so on AEW, my favorite wrestler is actually uh, Chris Jer- Jericho. And uh, he had a match on uh, Dynamite this week, which comes on Wednesdays. Yeah. And uh, he was actually the pain maker. Uh, he fought against uh, Eddie Kingston. Uh, just uh, It was just released, because I follow him on Twitter, that uh, he's actually, he got injured during the match. He got uh, a stretcher. What's that? He went, he went on a stretcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his nose, um, actually, uh, he, his nose, he broke his nose. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the leg of the chair, it actually collided with the bridge of his nose and broke it. So, so he's going to be. And man, there are so many injuries right now in WWE and AEW uh, that it's just like it's like it's kind of like their curse. Uh, another guy on AEW that we haven't seen on television in a while is Buddy Matthews, the newest member of uh, the House of Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to find out, he's hurt. Uh, his shoulders hurt. I found out this week, so it's it's really amazing, man. And uh, you know, I don't get a whole lot into the uh, injured wrestlers because nobody really cares unless it's CM Punk or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, I think in both companies, they have an opportunity. These guys that aren't getting much TV time, that really are great athletes, um, right now is their chance to really make a dent in the business and get on television with all these injuries. You know. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do right now, Kim, is I want to go, uh, if you, if it's okay with you, uh, we, we do have SummerSlam coming up uh, a week from uh, Saturday, a week from tomorrow, uh, on July 30th. Uh, the uh, main event starts at 8 p.m. I, I have the match card finally. They finally finalized it. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to do is I'm going to go over it, and I'd like for uh, us to go head-to-head and make predictions. Uh-huh. And then once the show uh, comes on, my next episode, what I'll do is I'll read it back, and we'll see who uh, who's, uh, who has the better average. What do you say? Are you up for the challenge? Yeah. All right. That's what I like to hear. Here we go. Let's just uh, – well, you know what? Let's just start off with the main event. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, last man standing match for the undisputed WWE Universal title. Uh, I believe Brock Lesnar is going to win that. Uh, what about you, sir? I didn't remember him to win it because last time he won as a main. And that this man basically toy. And he, that's this man main guy. And Brock is the older Roman. And when Brock retired, probably going to win, Roman Reigns will still be there. So he, the championship will stay on Roman. Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns. I've got that j- wrote down. Uh, okay. And the next match will just stay with the bloodline. Uh, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. Uh, they're actually taking on the Street Profits once again. Uh, special guest referee, Jeff, uh, Jeff Jarrett, uh, <laughs> for the Undisputed Tag Titles. Uh, I have the, Us- the Usos uh, rema- retaining uh, the titles because I think that, uh, and this is just my opinion, I think that uh, Montez Ford is going to turn on Dawkins at this match. But uh, who do you have for it? I'll say the Street Profit, like, they they won the best tag teams ever. They basically won the S championship. 
the SmackDown Championship, and the Raw Tag Championship. They want all three of them. And, like, if they can deep throw the Usos and, and Brock deep throw a Roman Reigns, that means technically Roman Reigns is not the head table anymore. Yeah, I mean, that means uh, that the bloodline's over, right? Technically. And then, like, the Roman get mad because I probably going to happen. She probably win. Roman retain. He get mad at Usos. And then, like, every single week, he messing up. And then, like, he start breaking apart and on stuff. That's, that's a pretty good theory. The only thing is, is the Usos have a younger brother in NXT. Usos of color. That I think they're going to bring up soon to be a part of the bloodline it is a rumor. So I don't know. But that's a pretty good theory. I, I've always said that the uh, Usos won't lose the titles until Roman does. Um, but if he does retain over Brock, like you're saying, and then they lose it, you know him and Paul Heyman, they're going to have something to say about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's see. The next match is uh, Bianca Belair. She's defending her Raw women's title against uh, Becky Lynch. Um, I'm going to choose Becky Lynch because uh, I think she's going to embarrass her like she did last SummerSlam. What do you think? Well, I don't know how long Bianca had to hold that championship, but I'm going to say Becky because Becky... Um, she deserve it, and she had a championship in a, in, in a couple in a while. After like probably flip flop between them, like Becky went some slam, and then she went and Bianca went the next few few and go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. I think Becky Lynch, uh, she has kind of been on this uh, downward spiral since she lost the title at WrestleMania, and uh, I think they're trying to. It's actually, with her as a, a champion, um, it seems like the show goes better when you have a heel with the title and the good person and the baby face chasing them. Mm-hmm. A lot of pretty good baby faces right now on a Raw. So, yeah, I kind of I agree. I'm in complete agreement. I think Becky's going to take it. Uh, I don't think Bianca Belair is going to be out of the title picture uh, for very long at all. But I do think uh, somehow, some way, and, you know, it probably won't be legal because Becky is a heel right now, uh, but she will uh, win the title, yeah. So the SmackDown women's title is going to be up uh, as well on the line. And we have Liv Morgan, who's the current champion, uh, facing uh, Ronda Rousey. Now, I've said that Liv Morgan's going to win this match, and that's still my prediction, but I think that uh, somebody's going to interfere, like Charlotte Flair or somebody, or maybe Bailey comes back. Somebody's going to interfere and cause Ronda Rousey the match. Uh, because, and the only reason why I say this is because uh, Liv Morgan is so over right now with the fans, I can't see WWE uh, taking the title away from her. What do you think? I think so, if you're also. I feel like, like Ronda about to win. Bailey with the entire music hits. One day, and, they, and then they distract Ronda Rousey. They want to attack, and they'll show Ronda Rousey. And then... Robert turn around, um, Limor here finisher one, two, three, and like the next thing on SmackDown, Limor called the person like Bailey and Talia or Charlotte, and then like they have a match in the next pay few. Yeah, I think I think uh, very smart. Yep, I think you're exactly right. Bailey or or Charlotte Flair, she's due back soon too. She just uh, had her baby, so she should be in the picture pretty soon too. 
And you know, uh, I think yeah, she's actually the one that dropped the belt to Ronda, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so you're you're spot on. It's either Bailey or or Charlotte one. And uh I think they're just uh Liv Morgan's too popular right now and WWE would be crazy to take that title away from her. Uh so the next match is for the uh United States uh championship. We have uh Bobby Lashley versus uh Theories. Um I you know this is a no-brainer to me. I think Bobby Lashley's going to retain the title. What do you think? Well, no one. Why he getting a rematch? I think he deserves a rematch. He won my bank. He deserves a rematch. I feel like he's about Lashley with Dolph Ziggler, or just have that, or Bobby Lashley was somebody on the roster except for Austin Theory. Like I feel, I was thinking to fight Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam because he's been really interfering in the match a lot. I'm about to last for know how to defend it because like he just got it like not so long not about like months ago. So like, I feel at least not be on SummerSlam because he he just got it. I feel like theory not a good opponent for Bob Lashley because like cause if theory do win, WWE all the rest of their fans, all the WWE fans will lead up and probably get so mad at. To be because there is missing my big and nice champion, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you so you're thinking Bobby Lashley will retain it? Yes, yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, this is, um, I think anytime that you have a title in the WWE and you lose it, uh, you're guaranteed a rematch, and I think that's what he did. He cashed in his rematch for his title that he lost uh, at the last pay per view, Money in the Bank. Uh, but I, yeah, Bobby Lashley, I mean, he owned him in that last match. Uh, the whole match, and uh, that really, that really tells a tale on uh, on on <laughs> how good uh, Theory uh, actually is. I don't understand why he changed his name. It used to be Austin Theory. I don't know what what's going on with these one word names now, but uh, yeah, I, I hope uh, uh, I hope Bobby crushes him. <laughs> uh, the next match is uh, let's see. It looks like it's going to be uh, the Miz. We talked about this earlier. And Logan Paul, I'm gonna go ahead and let you pick first. Uh, Miz versus Logan Paul. Okay, Miz versus Logan Paul. Well, Logan Paul got like a he signed a contract with WWE, so like and Miz lost. He had lost so many people in WWE, so I feel like Logan Paul probably win somehow. Like maybe interfering, cheat, attraction by by Maurice, something will happen. Cause like, and it would be a clean victory. On a Miz. Okay. Uh, I actually, uh, uh, am, I think the Miz is going to win. Um, I think that he doesn't have to, but I think that Ciampa's going to get involved somehow and cause Logan Paul the match. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's a good choice. I can. The only thing about Logan cheating uh, to win is they're trying so hard to... <laughs> For some odd reason, to make him a baby face, mm-hmm. and you know we talked about that already. But uh, yeah, that's a that's definitely a good guess. I'll let you guess this one first as well too. Uh, the next match: uh, Seth Rollins versus uh, Riddle. Oh man, that's tough. Like they're my two favorite wrestlers. Seth's my favorite heel currently. You might be my my favorite Rollins currently. I feel like this could happen. I don't know. Um, Randy Orton could return. Help Riddle. Win and we'll get a victory. Yeah, that's possible. Um, 
I, I, I did hear uh, that Randy Orton actually had to have back surgery. Uh, so that's going to put him out a few more weeks. But uh, it is possible, definitely, because uh, he's still uh, he's still being announced as uh, part of the RK Bros. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So Riddle. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, Seth Rollins is my favorite wrestler uh, right now in the game. So, of course, I'm going to pick him. <laughs> so, uh, and then the last match uh, so far on the card is, uh, oh, Pat McAfee versus uh, – Happy Corbin. I think they're going to let Pat McAfee beat him. Uh, what do you think? I don't like having a match on the card for like no point in having a match. Like Pat McAfee had a moment at WrestleMania fighting off Gary. Then he stuff up in three Yeah, his moment. But I feel like why would other wrestlers feel with an announced with a commentator? Like what that? Like if they talk trap about you. Oh well, you don't have to have a whole match about it because we all know you're gonna lose a match to Baron Corbin, or maybe but or maybe somebody could get involved with somebody, or or maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, could make it involved his his old his old friend. He get involved. Oh yeah, we don't think about involved man tag him. I don't know something. Like that. Yeah. Metcalf getting involved, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I think so too. I, I, I don't know though, that feud seems to be maybe run its course because uh, Metcalf he's kind of well, he's actually kind of beefing with theories right now, so um, I, I just the reason why I picked, picked uh, Mac, uh, uh, Pat McAfee is because when he first came there, he went through the training and everything. After he gave up, uh, after he was done with his NFL career, and uh, he didn't really come there to be an announcer. <laughs> uh, so now I think they're starting to let it. They keep calling it his dream, right? Every time he wrote, it's his dream. It's his dream. Um, so I just, uh, for some reason, I I just see them uh, letting him uh, when he does wrestle, which isn't very often, uh, just uh, win the match. Is what it seems like to me. So, uh, but yeah, um, you know, anything could happen. Uh, it could be, um, it could be uh, interference or anything like that. Uh, just uh, it seems like everybody's beating Corbin up again. It's almost like uh, when he lost uh, all of his money and he was, uh, I can't, what was his name? It wasn't Unhappy Corbin. It was like, um, Oh, my, oh, you know, the unhappy Corbin, it was just something Corbin. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, you remember what I'm talking about, though, right? When he was like broke and everything. He was poor, and then like he wears the same white shirt and then kept losing every single match. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, uh, so I kind of feel like he's going down that road. I don't know about the money wise, but uh, his character wise, because if you remember right before he went supposedly broke, uh, he had, uh, he'd lost like matches for the, for like two months prior. So I don't know. Um, so, all right. So that's all the matches, uh, uh, on that. And, uh, be sure, uh, if you're listening audience to, uh, uh, listen to us on, uh, the Monday following it, uh, here at the against the mat wrestling podcast. And we will go, I'll go over the results. Uh, so one last thing here, Kim, and I really appreciate you joining the show today. Um, uh, 
have you followed at all uh, anything about Ric Flair here lately? Um, I saw advertisement. I saw an ad about him. I saw his YouTube channel. Right. So on uh, the 31st of this month uh, at a, at a StarCast 5, uh, Ric Flair is having his last match, right? He's 73 years old. Uh, and he is, and uh, it has been, they have announced that card uh, for, for weeks now, even months. However, they just now released uh, the other day uh, who his last match is going to be. So Ric Flair will be teaming up with his son-in-law, who, who's married to Charlotte Flair, uh, Andrade, uh, and they will be uh, going against Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal. Wow. So, yeah, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, uh, if you get a chance, uh, it's, on, it's on YouTube, uh, and, and this is for everybody. Uh, if you get a chance... I highly recommend, if you just want to watch part two, there's part one and part two. It's called Ric Flair's Last Match. It's his documentary leading up to this match. And watch how Jay Lethal and uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett, man, they destroyed him. Well, I don't want to give it away, but that's what caused the match. They turned on him. Uh, so I think that's going to be a pretty good match. I'm still kind of worried about Flair. I mean, he is 73 years old. I am glad Andrade is one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Uh, and I'm glad that he's going to be teaming up with him. But uh, what I what I can't wrap my head around is like he's fighting Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, right? Mm-hmm. On July 31st. Well, July 30th, Jeff Jarrett is a special referee between the Usos and the uh, the other uh, the other guys, uh, the Street Profits. That, yeah. that, does that make sense? That's like back to back, two completely different states. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, it sounds to me like he's uh, Jeff Jared might be a little bit overbooked. You know what I mean? Well, maybe like depending on the time. Cause if it is, it is if both the shows start exact same time and match exact same time. Yeah, I don't know how you can do that. But once the once start like, on like six o'clock or. To eight, 8 o'clock, and I want to start at like 10. He ain't, he ain't do that one, but I feel like Ric Flair, he had a lot of match to beat with Shawn Michaels. So I don't know why the man wrestling again. He's too old, like, he retire. I, I, I don't know that, but one thing about Ric Flair, yeah, fighting spirit, fighting spirit, and you really want to keep fighting, but the more you fight. Especially old, he get hurt. He not the, he not the Undertaker. Nothing are different. This man going for I don't know three years, and he's still be wrestling. Ric Flair been around before Undertaker, so technically he's way older and by more fragile because he been and he been around more. And I feel like if I was him, joy life as a as a Oh no! As a dad and all that stuff, still try to do another match. Uh, you maybe he do this like I don't know. A uh, manager, it will be end of the be be match for Andrade. Just be, do that. Be a manager. That's what I'll probably do. Yeah, 
Um, he, uh, you're right. I mean, he's, he's not only, <laughs> he's not only 73, but he's got a pacemaker and, uh, he's on blood thinners and he's got a bad hip and he injured his foot in training, uh, last week. So, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I think that's why it's set up, uh, you know, Jim Crockett, it's set up by Jim Crockett promotions and, uh, they, they love Ric Flair. Ric Flair made that company back in the day. And, uh, I think that's why they're not going to do anything to put him at a big risk. So I, I think that uh, Andrade and him being tag team partners, we're going to see in that last match more of Andrade than we do Ric Flair. And yeah. you're absolutely right. I don't understand why he's doing it. He's got the money. He's the 16-time uh, world champion. Uh, you know, He did have that last match, like you mentioned, against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. But even after that, he went to TNA uh, wrestling for a long time, and he had a final match there, a retirement match. So uh, <laughs> I don't know, Rick. Rick just like don't want to give up. Like, he had one. He feel he doing every single company. Always the product had a last match at AEW. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see Sting's there. I don't see them signing him, <laughs> Rick Flair, anytime soon. No, I, I think this will be his last match, um, just because. Uh, well, he, I, he'd look like a hypocrite. They've promoted this thing for a year. You know what I mean? So, uh, but anyways, uh, like I mentioned there, uh, uh, Kim, thank you so much for joining us, man. Anytime you want to come back on, just let me know. Okay. Uh, and, uh, guys, thank you all so much for listening. You've been listening to, oh, wait a minute, Kim, do you have any social medias you want to shout out or anything like that? Um, my monster's meters. It's called Launch Decent Initiative. And that's it really so far. And I hope y'all like the podcast. And it's, it's a good podcast. You should always watch it. <laughs> it's it talk, it talk about wrestling. Not just the B wrestling, but a different type of wrestling. And who knows? Maybe you'll be on the podcast too. If you just actually, I don't know. After yeah, the there podcast. you go. There you go. If you want to be a guest uh, or have any comments, just uh, feel free to email me at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. All right. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we will be back with an episode next Monday. Uh, have a great weekend. Make sure to watch Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up uh, tomorrow. And uh, as always, uh, God bless and God bless America. Thank you guys so much. God bless.